Welcome to the 618 Now, a production of the Chamber of Commerce and the O'Fallon Weekly, where we give you a snapshot of what's happening right now in O'Fallon and Shiloh. Today is Friday, September 30th, 2022, and Jessica, what's going on? Riddle me this. What is something that 66% of Americans use every day and is the second most sought-after commodity in the world? Uh, toilet paper. (laughs) Um... No, but that's interesting because I think more than 66% of Americans... People have bidets. Well, that's true, but do you think of a third of Americans have bidets? I mean, I know the trend is growing. (laughs) That's true. I hear about it more and more. (laughs) It's not toilet paper. It's coffee. Okay. And tomorrow, it's National Coffee Day. But first things first, Nick, I don't think I've ever seen you drink coffee. No, I'm an iced tea guy. I'm not a coffee guy. Were you ever a coffee guy? No, I could probably count on both hands like total how many cups of coffee oh wow life. okay so and you uh no i'm also not a routine coffee drinker i'll have a cup every now and then um now i do have some friends that basically consider coffee their life force <laughs> and i wish i loved anything and i mean anything the way some of my friends love their coffee <laughs> so a little bit on the history of coffee coffee can be traced back to the 1400s where it was first consumed as a fragrant soup in monasteries okay and then coffee made its way to the americas around 1714 but didn't become very widely spread until after the boston tea party in 1773 that makes sense they didn't have any tea Exactly. Well, King George imposed the heavy tea tax, if we all remember, and then the colonists were like, deuces, no thanks. Um, The Boston Tea Party forever changed the American beverage landscape, and coffee became the dominant preferred drink of choice back then. I really want to see Ben Franklin just throwing up and just being like, deuces. (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson is quoted as having said, coffee, the favorite drink of the civilized world, Which is sort of a little tongue-in-cheek because when the colonies won the Revolutionary War against England, they were like a ragamuffin volunteer army. I'm just not sure many people would have classified the revolutionaries as civilized. So are you (laughs) suggesting that drinking coffee is a sign of patriotism? No. That's what I got out of that. No, but I just think it's interesting that two-thirds of Americans drink coffee daily, and now we know that this can be traced back to King George overtaxing tea. All right, then. We are really fortunate to have a number of very cool hyper-local coffee shops, and they each have sort of their own unique vibe. We have the Coffee House Company, which is on Central Park in Hartman Lane over by the movie theater. And then, of course, we have Sweet Katie B's in the downtown district. And both of those are staples at the Vine Street Markets on Saturdays. There's also June's Breakfast and Patio in Shiloh. And if you have not yet been to this new local shop, you are more than missing out. They're fantastic. And they have a great fall lineup of pastries as well as coffee and specialty drinks. Something you may not realize, they're also located right off of several bike trails and bike lanes in Shiloh. So if you park, let's say, at the Shiloh Metrolink station, you can ride the bike trail south just a little bit. Then it's going to hook up at the Air Mobility Drive Trail, and you can take that north up into Shiloh, and you'll wind up just outside of Junes. Perfect. We also have Happy Bakery and Wood Bakery. Both are in the downtown district, and they serve drip coffee, lattes, and cappuccinos, too. Excellent. You are totally missing out if you haven't visited these small businesses, so maybe make it a point to try a new place this week in honor of National Coffee Day. Sounds good. What else might you have for us this week? Well, there is a big event coming up called Be a Kid for a Night. Well, I'm basically a big kid, so this sounds right up my alley. I think this would be right up your alley. This huge party has been two years in the making, and it's an evening to celebrate your inner child while also raising awareness and funds for Caritas Family Solutions. 
This is an adults-only event, and it celebrates the carefree days of childhood, and they aim to bring the community together to support children who may not have had that same experience. They'll have kid-themed fun for all physical abilities with arcade games, carnival games, bounce houses, and more. It is at the Gateway Center in Collinsville, and it'll be on Saturday, October 15th. Now, Caritas is one of those local places that I think people hear about, but maybe aren't exactly sure what they do. I totally get that. Caritas Family Solutions does so much for others. It's a nonprofit. Now, we've got some people who like supporting nonprofits that, let's say, help single moms with pregnancy support. Mm -hmm. Some people like supporting groups that help those with physical or intellectual disabilities. Other people like supporting groups that help the elderly in our community. And here's the thing, Caritas, they do all of that. They have several residential places. One is a children's center, which is a safe, loving home for children who have experienced severe and extreme trauma. And many of these kids are kids that have trouble flourishing in foster care. So Caritas brings them in-house and cares for them. Mm. They have a group home for people with developmental disabilities. They have a maternity home. They have an assisted living apartment for adults over age 60 who are low to moderate income. And in addition to all of this, they have all kinds of programming. They train senior citizens for the workplace, um, helping them with job placement, business attire, gas cards. They offer parenting classes, anger management classes. Caritas helps all of these people. I think they have such an impact. Sounds like it. So this Be a Kid for a Night event helps raise funds that goes towards these residential facilities and then all of their programming. The event is casual and active, so everyone is encouraged to wear a comfortable attire. Just think about how different this is from pre-COVID, where people were hosting big galas, where you had to dress up and wearing comfortable shoes. This is going to be totally the opposite. We're talking tennis shoes and socks. So again, that's on Saturday, October 15th, starting at 6.30 p.m., and we'll link to that in the show notes. And I hope people consider attending or supporting, because Caritas, they are such a worthy organization. Sounds fun. So Jess, what else is on the calendar? Today is Friday, September 30th, which means tomorrow is another Vine Street Market at O'Fallon Station. We can only say that for a few more weeks because the market season ends on October 15th. Tomorrow's market opens at 8 with live music starting at 9. This is a really busy week this upcoming week. Tuesday night, October 4th, is the O'Fallon Police Department's Night to Unite. This is a big community event hosted by the police as a way to bring the community together for free fun and food. It is from 6 until 8 p.m. in the community park. They will have tons of demonstrations and things to do for the kids, so you want to come out for that. Then on Wednesday, October 5th, there is a town hall meeting at City Hall. There are big plans for renovating and updating the community park, and this town hall will be an engagement meeting where residents can see some of the potential plans and ideas being considered and give their feedback on what they'd like to see. This includes a potential major renovation being planned for the city's pool. So if you're interested in any of that, you're going to want to make plans to come out. That meeting starts at 630 And then Thursday night, October 6th, it's another pub table historian at Gears, which is located inside of the Bike Surgeon. Local historian Brian Keller will be sharing haunting tales of old O'Fallon. That starts at 6 p.m. I think Brian does a great job of bringing local history to life, so I'm sure this is going to be really entertaining. For sure. And then next Saturday has so much happening. Well, I know there's the witches and wizards in the downtown districts. That's right. We highlighted this event in detail on our September 1st episode, and we'll link to that episode in the show notes. Tickets and check-in opens at 4 at O'Fallon Station. Then there's a lecture on the history and magic of Halloween. Then the DJ kicks off at 5 in the performance area down by the VFW. 
Streets are going to be blocked off. There will be a witch's market and activities area, food alley behind the depot with several food trucks. Plus, many of the brick-and-mortar establishments downtown will have themed beverages. Four to five of those places will have live music. And another several will have tarot card readers. They're going to be stilt walkers, fire performers, and then, of course, the big costume contest. It's going to be a really busy and entertaining evening downtown. Reminder that this is an adults-only event. Ticket holders must be over the age of 21 to attend the events. And basic witch tickets are available for purchase, and we'll link to everything in the show notes. Also on Saturday, October 8th, O'Fallon Parks and Rec is hosting their fall festival at Rock Springs Rotary Park. They'll have games and prizes at the hot cocoa table. And the event will have hay rides, live music, s'mores, and just a lot of fun. So you want to make your way out for that. Wow, that really is a lot. Sounds like some good times will be had by all. And on that note, I've got to get going. Thanks, Nick. It's always a pleasure. This podcast is a production of the O'Fallon Shiloh Chamber of Commerce. We're a nonprofit with over 600 members, and together we welcome, unite, and promote business. Remember, you can't buy happiness, but you can buy local, and that's sort of the same thing.